Hi guys, welcome back to the Living Our Best Lives with Sophia podcast. My name is Sophia and on this podcast I do a lot of lifestyle content. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber, small business owner, Instagrammer, and also a podcast host. Obviously you're listening to my podcast right now. On this podcast we talk a lot about just some things going on in my life. I also do some advice sessions on this podcast and I'm so excited that you're here to bring you guys along with some small business behind the scenes. I can also also talk about empowerment, things that I care about, changing the world, and everything like that. So thank you for coming back, or if you're new here, thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. Hi guys, welcome back. Um, I'm just like in a really giddy mood today. I don't know why, I'm just really happy. Um, we just got back from vacation and I'm just so happy. So um, I had a great time on vacation and I think that I'm still kind of in like that vacation mindset, but like in a good way. Like I'm still getting back into my routine slowly, getting back into everyday life, but I'm so happy. So um, just to like, I hopefully that's a good thing. Hopefully you can hear it in my voice um, how happy I am. But today's episode, I am so excited. I've been waiting all day to sit down and record this episode. And actually, um, my family came over, my grandparents. We went to church tonight. Um, and it's like 7 p.m. right now. And normally, I like recording episodes like at 11 a.m. or like sometime in the morning. Um, so literally, we had plans today because we just got back from vacation um, yesterday at like dinner time. So today was our first full day back. So we were like unpacking and stuff, getting ready. I was working on my room. Um, we did some outside things. So literally the entire day I've been waiting to find like a chunk of time that I can just sit down and record. And at a point I was like, maybe I can't do it today. Maybe I have to wait till tomorrow, but no, I'm recording it today because I'm so excited. You guys don't even know. Um, I love giving advice and actually this is my second advice session and you guys seemed to love my first one um I got a dm I got a few dms that some of my friends listened to my first advice session podcast episode um last week which means the world to me like I love knowing that you guys are listening um so we actually got a lot of questions for this week last week we didn't get too many advice questions I'm pretty sure in the whole episode I took a lot of time to answer two but this week we got a bunch so I'm really excited I might have to make advice session number three so the questions that you guys asked this week I might have to answer some of them in next week's episode because I got so many which is not a bad thing um I always post once a week on my Instagram story um my Instagram is at it is me Sophia Marie and every week I put like a Q&A box on my stories where you guys can ask as many advice questions as possible so every week please like follow me on Instagram and every week on my stories please put like 20 advice things because I love giving advice and if I don't get any questions I can't make these episodes so if you like listening to them definitely ask me they're completely anonymous again nobody sees them only myself so definitely once a week check out my stories and you can see like the Q&A boxes where you can ask as many advice things as you want um I really appreciate it but I finally have the time to like sit down and record so I'm really excited and again we have a bunch of questions that are kind of variety they're kind of all about different things and I looked at them I didn't actually come up with answers in my head yet though because I want it to be like in the moment answers advice that I give you but I did read over them just so I knew kind of what to expect um, and how to like get them all ready on my phone so I can read them as I'm um, recording obviously but yeah my Instagram is linked down below in the description of this episode in case you want to check it out but other otherwise we're just gonna start into it we're just gonna hop in so 
Um, I'm really excited. And again, this is in no particular order. And I might have to extend some of this week's questions into another episode, which is so good. Like, I love that I got a ton of questions. But we're going to start. So I think the first um, question, and again, these are completely anonymous. But the first question that somebody asked was tips on gaining self-confidence. Now, again, I did not prepare any answers. So if you gave me like 10 minutes to write an answer for all these advice questions, I could probably give you very thorough answers. But this episode might be long, so get a snack, get a drink, because I want to answer all these advice questions, like, thoroughly. Um, Even though I got a lot of them, I'm going to still answer them long. That's why I might extend some of them into next week's episode, because I want to give you guys, like, thorough advice, because I love giving advice, Um, and I think I'm good at it. I don't know. Hopefully, I am. Hopefully, I'll help you guys out. And again, this is just my opinion. You don't have to do what I tell you if you asked these, but even if you didn't ask any advice questions this week, and none of these are yours, um, hopefully, they still help you in your own life maybe you can connect to them but yes the first one was um how to gain self-confidence and they said tips on gaining self-confidence um so right off like the tip of my head I guess or like what comes to mind when you say this or ask this um is probably I think it's well I'm gonna give you a few tips my first tip that comes to mind this is so basic but I think that it's something that people need to take more time to do and I definitely think that it's evaluating all the relationships in your life and I'm pretty sure I've said this a bunch of times um in another podcast episode I think I mentioned it where I was talking about um how to be confident stuff like that and this is definitely a huge tip maybe you still struggle with self-confidence and you have really great friends and family and maybe other tips work for you but you never know I mean if you are struggling with self-confidence it could possibly be a relationship that you're in that maybe you're so like not conscious about maybe you don't even know that it's a negative or toxic relationship that you're in um so my first tip would be before you even go deeper into it um well my first tip in general would just be to make a list of things that you're insecure about or that you want to grow your confidence on so then you know what areas of your life you need more confidence in because then you know in your heart or in your mind um in your daily life you know what to keep an eye out for so for instance if you're talking about body image that's a whole topic you can make sure that you're targeting your attention to get more confidence in that area of your life maybe it's confidence of taking pictures or filming in public which is something i've been working on maybe it's confidence to be yourself in front of new friends that you meet or whatever there are so many different kinds of confidence in your life and i think that making a list even if it's just one thing um whatever is like personal to you and this could go for anybody not just the person who asked this question um but yes my first tip is to kind of like narrow it down and really focus on for you what part of confidence in your life you want to focus on and then the second part to that is evaluate (laughs) evaluate english please um evaluate all of the relationships in your life whether that's friendships romantic relationships whatever you have family relationships even um and like all the people that you're interacting with and it doesn't have to be a close friend I feel like whenever people say to evaluate relationships you always immediately think like your best friend and definitely you should evaluate those relationships the really close ones that you spend a lot of time with but I also think it should even just be people you follow like on Instagram um people who you're not even friends with but who you interact with and I think that with social media nowadays you constantly interact with people like I know some people who follow like a thousand accounts or whatever um and I definitely in the past have gone through everyone who I follow and I've narrowed it down a lot because if there's someone who's making content that you don't agree with or that doesn't 
motivate you in your life, then you probably shouldn't be following them. Um, that's a whole nother podcast episode, but I feel like that definitely is a huge tip is not even like your in-person relationships, but also just like everybody who you're interacting with in your life or in your daily life or even once a week if you see somebody, if there's somebody at like an event or a sports team that you're on or anything, just people who you're interacting with. And then once you kind of evaluate these, as you're evaluating them, I advise you to like go through every relationship and this might take a little while but it's worth it and now that you have written down like what you're struggling with maybe it's confidence to be yourself maybe that's what you wrote down maybe that's where you don't have confidence in your life so now that you know that when you're evaluating all your relationships you can go through each person um and really be like, does this person ever make comments about me that make me feel like I'm not enough or make me feel like I'm not as good as them or anything? And maybe no one in your life is doubting you and maybe you just struggle with self-confidence in yourself, which could totally be the case. But it also might be somebody who's putting these thoughts in your mind, maybe without you knowing it, um, who's like making little comments because I know there have been people in my past who have made like really small comments about things that I'm passionate about or stuff that I do and it really bothers me and then I'm like oh my gosh like it was such a small comment but it has such a huge effect on the way that I thought about the world and stuff and then I tried to eliminate those relationships and I actually um, in the past had like talked to my friends about that and I was telling them um, what they said was wrong and I was like standing up to that and I was like I cannot surround myself with people who say these things so either they have to change that or I can't and like you know interact with them and it's so hard to let go of relationships and I totally get that because it's so hard to like leave a friend or whatever especially if you're close to them but if you know that they're saying or even acting on something that makes you feel less confident in yourself then that's probably not somebody that you want to spend your lifetime around um because there are 7 billion people in this world like there are so many other people who will treat you with respect who are more worthy of your time so just go through all your relationships all the accounts you follow take one day to just sit down and do that and i promise you will feel like so much more like cleansed after like do a social media cleansing like just go through everything um anything like just all the people or accounts that you interact with that might be sending like even if it's not like really noticeable but again it can be like a small message that they're sending to you or whatever that is giving you like the wrong vibes and is making you feel like you're less than and maybe these people are super positive but maybe they're making you feel less confident and maybe I mean you don't have to like ditch them <laughs> like you don't have to be like hey friend um you make me feel insecure so I'm never speaking to you again that is not what I'm telling you to do but maybe take a couple weeks break from them and try to work on your own self-confidence and then maybe you can hang out with them again you know I'm not saying ditch all these people but I'm saying um just try to see and keep in mind what's best for you and I think that hopefully this will really help you out um but yeah, so once you've evaluated all the people, my tips for working on yourself and your self-confidence, um, every morning, something that has really helped me that I've started doing recently only is going on Pinterest or even just Safari or Google and searching up affirmations. And this is so basic too, but I feel like so many people talk about doing affirmations and they don't actually do them. So I recommend actually adding this as like a habit into your life so you can say, I am beautiful. Um, I am worthy again whatever you're struggling with if you're struggling with body image confidence you can say I'm beautiful I am strong whatever you need to hear say it because you deserve to hear 
what you want to hear you know like you deserve to feel confident in yourself and you shouldn't feel like you're less than anyone else or less than the best version of yourself you should feel confident you should feel like you're glowing you should feel beautiful you should feel intelligent you should just feel um good about yourself you know you shouldn't feel down about it so if whatever you wish your friends would say to you say it to yourself um and I was listening to a podcast earlier um and the host was saying that something that she does to help with like her confidence and stuff like that is she pretends that she's her own friend um I'm pretty sure this was Emma Chamberlain who said this and she said that she um I think it was when she was struggling with like imposter syndrome, I'm pretty sure, um, when she always thought that she wasn't good enough or stuff, she would tell, she would pretend that like she was her friend. And imagine this, like you would never tell your friend, you're not beautiful, you're not smart. Like you would never tell that to your friend. So why are you saying it to yourself? And when Emma Chamberlain said that on her podcast, I was listening to um, a few days ago, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so smart. Like that's a really good idea. So that's definitely something like imagine that you're your own best friend and tell yourself what you would say to your best friend. Um, And this hopefully will help you because I might even start doing this. Um, Luckily, I'm not struggling with self-confidence right now because I feel like I've I've done a lot of things to work on it, but I really hope that this helps you. Also, something that has personally helped for me to grow my self-confidence is doing things that make me happy because a lot of the times when I am doing things and filling my life and my day times with things that make me happy, I feel more confident because I'm using time I'm using my time in my life to do things that make me happy, whether that's working on my YouTube channel or recording a podcast episode or FaceTiming my friends who are great people and who make me feel amazing, stuff like that. I feel like that really can help you if you're surrounding yourself and stuff with your life that make you feel good and positive. Um, So just try to eliminate things from life that are not making you feel confident. And this is so hard to hear, but just like everything else in life, confidence takes a lot of practice to grow. And I feel like it just takes time. And if you're constantly telling yourself and filling your mind and thoughts with people and thoughts that are telling you that you shouldn't be confident for certain reasons, like eliminate all of that. Just take one day, wake up tomorrow and take the entire day to just dig through your whole life and try to find solutions to the roots of your problems that are causing you to not have self-confidence. Hopefully this helps. I mean, I think that everyone struggles with confidence in a a little different way because I feel like we all have our own insecurities and stuff like that. But try to find the root of the problem and try to fix it so hard. And if you really want to be confident, you will do anything that you possibly could do to fix it. So do everything you can to try to make yourself feel worthy, whether that's, again, reading affirmations and saying them out loud, whether that's evaluating relationships in your life, whether that's doing things that make you happy, um, whether that's putting quotes on your wall and reading that every morning, whatever you need to see to make you feel more confident, do it. And if you really want to feel more confident, you will. And you'll take that time out of your day or out of your life to just add small habits that will make you feel a little more confident or smile more. Um, And I, I think that you know what you can do. I think that we all know um, there are little habits that we can add in. So whatever works for you, um, whatever is your confidence issue, definitely try to focus on that and make it a priority and don't shove it to the side. Um, But that's my advice for you. And again, if you ever need to DM me, like that's like any of you guys who ask these advice, if you want to go further into it, you can DM me after listening to the episode and like tell me that you want more advice on it. Um, But hopefully that was a thorough answer. Um, But yeah, that was my first answer. And I know that confidence can, it can be touchy for some people. It can be a huge topic. Um, 
but I do have another episode on it if you want to listen to that, I think, but um, hopefully I answered it for you, and hopefully you can just start trying to find ways to make yourself know that you're worthy enough, Um, but yeah, so that's my first tip for the first advice question. Okay, so the next advice question that somebody asked me is, how do you stay motivated? Um, And I'm pretty sure in my last advice session, someone asked, like, how to not procrastinate. And I feel like my answer is kind of the same. Basically, what I answered for that, um, my main tip, my number one tip is to keep in mind the reason why. So, for instance, if you want to be motivated to work on a project or anything like that, um, remind yourself why. Because I feel like if you have the root of, like, why you need to do it. Because obviously, if you wanted to be motivated to do something, it's important to you. So, always keep in mind, how is this going? to benefit me in the future and I feel like that just sets like something off underneath me that like shoots me up and is like I have to like I really want to do this because I know how it's going to benefit me and how it's going to make me a better person or help me in the future or help those around me or whatever um so keeping in mind and like actually thinking in your mind like writing out a sentence on paper or in your mind however it works for you just like finding the reason why do I want to be motivated to do this Um, Maybe it's schoolwork. Maybe I can't find a reason. If it's something like schoolwork and it's really hard to find a reason why you want to do it, you just know that you have to, you can think of why you know you need to do it. For instance, um, maybe if you want to be motivated to do homework now, it's so that you have free time over the weekend, stuff like that. Just find a reason that will give you the drive and motivation to go accomplish that and then another tip that I shared quickly um is to have people keep you accountable so if you wanted to be motivated to go to the gym bring friends with you because then if you see your friends working out you can't just sit on the side you know like you kind of feel the urge like that you need to work out with them and then soon you might not need your friends there anymore because you will make it a routine you'll make it a habit um so those are two main tips that have really worked for me also like getting rid of distractions that might Um, kind of distract you from what you're trying to be motivated to do Um, but I definitely think keeping like having people around you to keep you accountable or to do that thing with you so again doing homework with friends or um, if you want to be more healthy you know maybe having like making healthy snacks with your friends so that there's someone right next to you whether that's virtually if you want to like FaceTime them or in person going to the gym with you or anything like that and I guarantee you that if you ask your friends to do something like that with you they will be so happy that you want to spend time with them like I know that if one of my friends asked me that I'd be like so happy that I could like we could share like a similar interest or something that we both were kind of lacking motivation for but that we could both kind of like accomplish together um so that's great and then also try to make a plan um maybe think of some small habits that you can put into your routines that will make you more motivated to do this and like make it a little bit easier because as humans we're just kind of wired to like want things to be easy like if something's so hard we automatically are like nope shutting that off like no don't want to do that so find ways to make it seem easier so that your brain like wants to do it more so make it a little more appealing to your brain whether that's having a snack with you when you're doing your homework stuff like that that make it a little bit more appealing so that you'll want to go near that chore or thing that you really are not motivated to do make it a little bit more motivating so that you have something like a snack or 
like you can do break oh something else that (laughs) that I just thought of that really helps me is using the Pomodoro method which is basically where you work or do anything that you need to be motivated to do for 25 minutes which is the perfect amount of time and then you take a five minute break and you have to make sure that it's just five minutes and just 25 minutes because if you get off the times then it just messes the whole thing up but it has something to do with your brain and it really is so helpful and there are Pomodoro like websites YouTube videos um oh wait (laughs) something that helps me if you do not have a friend who will do work with you or whatever whenever I do homework I watch um what is it study with me videos on YouTube where basically people film themselves studying or doing homework for two hours like without any editing and some of those videos have the Pomodoro method in them too but then you just set like the computer up next to you and they're studying when you're studying so it's kind of like they're your friend and they're right next to you keeping you accountable and it's so helpful like having someone next to me studying and then me doing my homework like that's how I got through most of my homework last year was I would do my math homework when the person on the screen was studying or doing whatever they were doing but just seeing another human being like work beside me it really motivated me um and then again like finding a reason behind it is super helpful too um but those are my main tips on how to stay motivated um then somebody said um high school relationships waste of time and balance so this is gonna be a very long answer because I'm so excited when I saw this question I was like yes because I've not answered any relationship oh I did last time I did answer one relationship question last time in my first advice session which was I loved answering that question um but high school relationships okay so if you don't know I'm going into my sophomore year of high school so I'm going into 10th grade which is crazy um it's already my second year of high school this like it's summer right now obviously but I'm going into my sophomore year of high school which just saying that like I've always in my mind like imagined sophomores as like these really like um, I don't know, like just higher level people, like, um, I don't know, like whatever these like visions in my mind. Um, and now that I'm a sophomore, I'm like, what? Like, like what? Like, how is everyone in my grade a sophomore? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Like I've never envisioned myself to be a sophomore. It doesn't sound old. It just sounds like so like put together and stuff. And I'm like, how am I already in my second year of high school? Like, that's crazy. Um, but I am in high school, so I feel like I hopefully can answer this question good because I'm at the same age as this question. But yeah, so they asked high school relationships, question mark, waste of time, question mark, balance, question mark. So this is a very, very good question. And I feel like a lot of people at the high school age um, or like teen years are wondering this too. Um, I know that I think about this a lot because I feel like a lot of people like when you're a teenager in high school, that's like when you first start real dating, I guess, because if you date in middle school, it could work. Um, But normally you're kind of like premature in middle school, like you're not really at that level of communication and knowing how to communicate in a solid relationship stuff like that I feel like when high school hits people start getting a little more mature hopefully um and relationships are taken a little bit more seriously um and you get older obviously you're a teenager so you're starting to grow up a little bit um and get a little more mature and you have a little bit more knowledge on what a healthy relationship looks like or stuff like that but still a lot of high schoolers um 
can yeah struggle with knowing if high school relationships are a waste of time or how to balance that with other things in your life so my answer for you um I have a few points to make so hopefully you understand but I think that they're good points um and I'm really excited to answer this because I've always wanted to answer this um but my first like overall thing with high school relationships um is is don't force it there are a lot of different points I'm going to make about this question, but my first one, no particular order, but when it comes to high school relationships, a lot of the times, even myself, I know that whenever I like somebody or um, I, even if I don't like somebody at the moment, it's like I feel forced to be in a relationship because I love, love so much. And I'm one of those people who's like a hopeless romantic. Like I love, love, I love like rom-coms. I just love love in general. And I've never been in a serious relationship before because I'm only um, 14 years old, obviously. I'm almost 15 um, in November, but I'm currently 14. So I've never been in a serious relationship. Um, so I'm always kind of like wanting love. Um, I've always wanted to like have a person make me happy and stuff like that. And just by the way, side note, you do not need somebody to make you happy. And I'll um, add a little bit onto that later. But I know a lot of the times, sometimes I, whenever I like somebody, I immediately am like, I want to date them. Like I'm going to force this. And then a lot of the times what has happened is that they don't like me back. And something inside of me is like, I kind of, I'm like, I want to force them to like me back. Like whatever. Like you just feel like this urge inside of you that wants a significant other so badly and it's like an innocent mindset like there's nothing wrong with that you're not a bad person for wanting a relationship I mean I know I know a lot of the world wants a relationship but I feel like forcing it never ends well because if you force somebody or if you force yourself to be in a relationship because you really like somebody but you know deep down that you're it's just not right for the two of you or it's just not right time for you it's not going to work out in the end anyway. And why would you put yourself through all of that um, time and dedication if you just know that you're forcing it, if you know that the other person doesn't like you? So don't force it, you know? My major tip is high school is a perfect time for dating. It's a perfect time to experiment. What kinds of guys or girls do you like? Stuff like that. But you can't force anything. So my major, my biggest tip is if there's somebody who you really like and you know that they're a good person, you know that it could last, you know that you really care about them, you know that they're kind, they're somebody who would have a great relationship and you really like them. Like it's not just a crush. If you actually feel something um, and you're in a solid state in your life um, where you know yourself pretty well, you're ready to accept someone else into your life, you're not struggling um, with many things in your life if you feel like you're ready and the other person likes you back um and and you both want to be in a relationship you know high school relationship I would say go for it because high school is the time to again experiment what kinds of guys or girls you like um and even if the relationship doesn't work out you learn so much from dating and I feel like you can learn for the future stuff like that but again it's not just about dating to date a bunch of people it's about dating to find the one so if you truly feel like that person you really like them they like you back and it is right if you feel it in your heart that it's right then don't hold back like I don't think it's a waste of time if you truly like them and you think that it would be worth your time to experiment with them and see could this work could we date while still doing high school work and stuff like that while still having time for family friends um so if the right thing falls in your lap and it, it's there for you and you have it and it's a 
healthy relationship like it works for the both of you and it falls in your lap then I would say go for it you know don't say no just because you're scared or because you don't think you're ready if you think that you're ready if you think that you're ready if you know yourself pretty well if you know your boundaries stuff like that and you feel confident in you and the other person being together um of course go for it if you really care about them of course you're going to want to date them of course that's something that could work and that's great and i think that's what everyone wants is to find somebody who they feel super confident in um but don't force it you know like if something comes to you it will come and that's amazing like there have been really great high school relationships um So if you do go into a relationship, I would say have an open mind. You know, if you have the mindset, it's not going to last, then it probably won't last if you're so negative. But if a relationship does fall in your lap, I would say be positive about it. Have an open mind. Make sure you're communicating with this person. You hang out together a lot. You get to know them because it could work. And I'm, I'm saying if like it falls into your lap, you have this wonderful person, get to know them um, and, you know, take advantage of having a person who could be who could be the one for you who could make you really happy and who could give you like a shoulder to lean on stuff like that um so that is my tip for you but um for balance if you are in a relationship balancing that with family friends hobbies sports because I know I don't do a school sport but I know that a lot of people who do like a lot of my friends who do school sports um it really does take a lot of time with practices and stuff so if you're in a relationship it could be really hard um my, my tip is once you're in a relationship, um, my tip is you have to find time for it so that works for both of you. So maybe you FaceTime every night at seven o'clock or you text each other good morning every morning. You know, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you never communicate and it's just not working with your schedules, even though it might kill your insides, like it just can't work. And I know that sometimes you want to force it and you're like, no, we can be together but you know in your heart that you don't have time for them or that they don't have time for you, maybe it's not the right time. Um, So just know, you know, if you try to force a relationship and you're like, oh, it's fine, I'm busy all the time and we can never hang out together, but I still want to be their girlfriend or I still want to be their boyfriend, whatever. But you know in your heart that it's you can't do it if you're never hanging out, then why put yourself through that? Why drag it on if it's clearly not working? So if there are signs that you can never see each other, that you're not balancing, maybe you're hanging out with them too much and you're being dependent on them now and now you can't be happy alone, that's a sign that it's toxic. If if you're failing school and you know that that's the reason why, because you're spending so much time with this person, that it's getting unhealthy, that's toxic. If your family starts noticing that you're never hanging out with them and you're not hanging out with your parents or your siblings and it's getting that they're kind of overtaking your life, that's a sign that it's toxic. And sometimes it might be a great person. Maybe they make you laugh. Maybe they're super sweet. Maybe they do make time for you. But if there are signs that it's overtaking your life, you you, you have to take a step back and kind of separate yourself from that and that's the hardest part is I think the hardest part about breaking up or finding that it's not working is figuring out that it doesn't work because saying to someone we're done that's easy like saying those words is easy but getting the urge or the courage to say those words or finding out that you need to kind of separate things for a little while and take a break it's really hard to figure that out but you know in your heart what's best for you I can promise you that and again if you find somebody who is really great for you go for it don't hold yourself back 
But if there are signs that it's not working out for both of you and that it's not right, then why would you put you and the other person through it? You know, why would you lie to yourself and lie to them if you just know that it's not working out and that it's holding you back from being your best self? Because being in a relationship, the beautiful thing about that is that being in a relationship with somebody should mean that they're adding something to your life. But if you find that they're taking stuff away from your life, they're taking all of your time away, you're not happy anymore, you're so stressed, you stay up till 4 a.m. doing homework because you feel like you need to talk to them, but then you kind of lose sight of other things. Like if it's just getting overwhelming, it's not benefiting you and it's not making you happy anymore. Even if you think you're happy, even if you think you are, kind of take a step back and be like, am I really happy or am I always stressed and anxious and is this just very overwhelming and do I get nervous and stressed and all this stuff, you know, if you feel like even if they're a great person, but it's not for the right time, you know, maybe they are a great person, but if it's not the right time for either one of you, it can't, it's not going to work, obviously. Um, Again, obviously, if they're giving you signs that they're being rude, if they make little like disrespectful comments, of course, that's a sign to cut it off as well. But I feel like since your question was asking about balance specifically in a relationship, um, that's my tip for that is to really be realistic with yourself. And I feel like especially as teenagers, we want a relationship so bad. I mean, not everyone. I'm not stereotyping at all because I hate stereotypes. But I feel like a lot of teenagers really do want relationships. You know, we find that it's the right time for it. But again, we have so much of our life left. And of course, if you really like somebody, life is short. Like, go for it. Of course, if you think that it could work. But even if you really like someone, but you learn that it can't work and that they're, they are holding you back or um, it just doesn't feel right, maybe they're not talking to you. Maybe they're not putting in as much work as you are. Maybe you're the only one who's texting them and trying to go to dinner together or stuff and they're never answering you or they're never putting in the other half of the work. It can't work. And I know that I'm always trying to force things and I'm always like, no, they're a great guy even though they might never talk to me or they might act like, you know, it's not a priority. Um, You should feel like you're getting a lot out of a relationship, not just them. If they're the only one benefiting from the relationship and you're the one putting all the work in and you're the one who's stressed because it's unbalanced and stuff like that, it's hard and you shouldn't put yourself through that. Okay, so yeah, that is my answer for like high school relationships and my viewpoint on that. Um, but yeah, if you have any like further questions or like specific questions to you about that topic, please DM me because I love like responding and reading them. Um, but yeah, so that's my answer for that one. Um, I'm glad I got that question because I feel like at this age, it's a question that a lot of people might be wondering. Um, but so I'm going to answer a few more questions and then I might answer the last couple in next week's episode. So if I don't answer yours in this episode, no worries. Your answer will be coming very soon. But the next one that I'm going to be answering, um, it is from, I'm not going to say who it's from, um, (laughs) but it says any must have items for eighth grade. And then they also said like best school supplies for eighth grade. And I'm just going to kind of like put those together because I feel like they're kind of the same thing. Um, but basically, so I'm going into 10th grade. So hopefully, um, I, I did go to eighth grade, obviously. So hopefully I can give you some good tips. Um, basically like must need items or like must have items that might not be on your list. They probably are in your list, but I would say at least one notebook. And I always say this when people ask me like, what do I need for this school year? Blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I'm so glad you asked because I'm really like happy to give you advice on it. But I think that the main item, even though you've probably heard this a million times 
is a notebook because I feel like whenever your teacher is talking, if there's like a certain thing that she or he says that you might think it would be useful for the future, um, even if no one else in your class is taking notes, I would recommend just pulling out your notebook, writing a few notes because you will thank yourself when it comes time for like tests or exams, stuff like that. And I feel like this is for any grade, not just eighth grade specifically. Um, but for eighth grade, I do remember that I think it, um, I, I would need a notebook, especially for like classes, like social studies, English, stuff like that. And those are my two favorite classes. Um, but yeah, so I definitely think that that could be super, super helpful, um, no matter what you use it for. And I think they might have you have like a notebook for every class, but if they don't tell you to have one for every class, I would just recommend having one for like anything in case you ever like think that there's something important that you need to write down or in case your teacher tells you to pull out paper because I do remember sometimes um, in eighth grade when they would like ask us to take out a sheet of paper for like a project or something and we had to like write down um, answers to something or whatever so just having like paper on you I feel like is super helpful even though a lot of things are on like Chromebooks this year or next year whatever year you're going into it um, but yeah I would just say having a notebook in case your teacher doesn't want you opening up your laptop or stuff in the middle of class because if no one else's computer is open it's kind of a little awkward to just pull yours open so you can have like just a little notebook to like write things down in and then if your teacher sees you you can just show them what you were writing you know taking down some notes or whatever um but yeah that's definitely super helpful and then obviously like a chromebook charger if you do have a chromebook for school um this is so necessary because there were so many times when like kids in my classes would need to like borrow chargers which it's not a problem but half the times my teachers didn't have the right charge so they would have to like go all the way down to like the computer lab thing in our school and then they would have to like get a charger and then you missed stuff in class and then you had to get up in the middle of class and just leave and it was just like a, <laughs> a whole thing so just put it in your backpack or charge your Chromebook before you come to school but even if your Chromebook is charged I do recommend having a charger on you which is um, even if you're positive, you won't need it. It's just so good to have on hand. Even if your friend needs it or something, just having a charger that works with your Chromebook in your backpack or anything would be really nice. Um, even if you don't carry it around with you, as long as it's in your backpack, in your locker, wherever, just so you have it as like a backup option, because you never know, you might be rushing one morning or your friend might be in need of that. So those are like my two top two items, I think, that are just kind of basic necessary things. Um, but yeah, and then anything else, basically. I mean, I feel like a lot of things are on computers. So this year when you're going into eighth grade, they probably won't give you a full-on list. But I do remember that for my school, they did give out lists. Um, and they told you, of course, a binder because some classes in eighth grade, I remember, were not virtual. Um, this year is different, obviously, because we're kind of still in the COVID um, coronavirus phase. So maybe you won't need a binder. But I would just say have like a little one in your backpack. Um, especially for classes that might need paper, like math. Um, I know that this past year, math was online for me, so they did figure out how to do that online. But I just think the first day of school, going in more prepared than not, and then you can just ask your teacher, do I need a notebook or do I need a binder? And then they'll kind of tell you what you'll need if you don't already know. Um, but yeah, that's my tip. Hopefully that helped you. Um, yeah, that's what I would say to those questions. Uh, but the next question, okay, this is a very, I love this question. Um, like some of these questions are so well thought out and like so good. I would never think of them, but I think that there are things that a lot of people can relate to. So thank you to whoever asked 
like a lot of these questions, um, you know who you are. Um, but so this person says how to be less anxious about your personality slash look slash person in general. Um, this is a really, really good question. And I think that again, it's something that especially as a teenager, again, I don't want to stereotype or anything, but I feel like even older people or younger people, like I feel like just especially in high school though um people do get anxious about this um if you're in high school maybe you're not um I'm not gonna say who you are but yeah so the question again is like how to be less anxious about your personality looks and like who you are um and I made an episode on my podcast about like how to care less about what other people think or like how to deal with the toxic like pressure to fit in so that episode might help you a little bit too if you want more depth into that but I'm gonna give you an answer here um so this is hard because I feel like there's always going to be like that little thing in our head whenever we see somebody that we admire or somebody that we don't really know that well or someone who we're not too comfortable with yet and we're always like wondering like oh my gosh like do I look okay like will they think I'm annoying stuff like that and that's totally normal and everybody feels that um which is unfortunate like it's bad that we like constantly go our minds to that or our minds constantly go to that idea or question but it's so normal um and I feel like the reason why people can be anxious about this is just because they want to make a good first impression or they want to make a good impression if you've already met them on somebody whether you like them or whether even if you don't like them whether you just want to like show your best self and you want to make sure that your personality is approachable and you look good and stuff like that um but just know that constantly being anxious about this and I think a way to be less anxious about it um is just to keep in mind like kind of go through your head and think about how being anxious about this these things and about yourself and about how your personality looks stuff like that um being anxious about it think about how that's kind of holding you back because I feel like if we actually like take a little time to write down our anxieties and like how they're holding us back in our lives um stuff like that and of course if it gets so serious like therapy stuff like that but I'm not going to tell you that right now um because there are things you can do to help it but I would definitely say writing down how it's like how it's affecting you um and how it's holding you back in your life because whether and you probably know how because you're asking me the question so you obviously are aware that it's that you're anxious about it which is really good first step to like know or like be aware that you're that you have anxiety about this because it's definitely a step one like that's check you did good on that part um but yeah that's my tip is just to kind of think about how it's holding you back and then once you have that kind of thought out or written down or however you choose to go about that my second tip for this would definitely be to think of ways that you can get rid of this so whether it's as I said earlier, like how to be more self-confident, like how I answered the first question in this episode, kind of my same tips for that. Evaluate who you're around. And that's so basic, but I feel like in general, just like the bottom line for this, my main tip is like life is short. And if people make you feel like uncomfortable um, all the time and you constantly feel like you have to like live up to them or like live up to standards they're probably not someone who is going to be a lifelong like friend to you or someone who you're going to want to hang out with especially as you get older so I just think stop wasting time on caring which is so much easier said than done and I know that you probably have heard this like 50 times and <laughs> told to you like don't care what people think but I mean it's so true and I feel like when you get older or when we get older um if anyone else is dealing with this too we're gonna realize that constantly thinking about this and having anxiety about 
how we're acting around certain people or how we look around certain people like that's just a waste of time and if you kind of like play that over in your head like it's a waste of time why do I care so much maybe you'll start caring a little bit less um and you probably have people in your life who make you feel comfortable and who you don't double check or like um second take a second glance at your looks or your personality there are people in your life who probably make you feel comfortable so my tip is to just hang out with them more um but if you're in a situation where you have to hang out with somebody um and you are constantly feeling anxious about your personality looks because i've definitely dealt with this before it would just be get to know that person more and maybe hang out with them more spend more time with them and i think that this can definitely help um and again like just maybe before you leave like just stand in the mirror and just like say like you're fine like you're you like you can't change that you can't change who you are like that's impossible um so like make sure that you're not changing yourself just for a certain person because that's never gonna last and if you feel like you have to like second guess your personality or who you are as a person near somebody it's it's just not gonna work with that person and you know that in your heart so I would just say um yeah make sure that you're surrounding yourself with good people but then also know that how is like being anxious about it helping you try to find ways that will make you happier on this topic rather than always like feeling down about it and feeling anxious about it if you know what I mean hopefully that made sense it made sense when I was saying it but I don't know how it sounds (laughs) um but please DM me if you have like further um questions on this but also just know that like you're gorgeous like just so you know I'm like you do not have to worry about this like you're so nice everything so do not worry um at all like you you definitely do not need to worry about this but I mean still like I worry about this sometimes like I definitely relate to you and I'm still working on it myself to deal with this um but I feel like you just have to take a deep breath before you go up to somebody or you're around people and just say I know I want to impress them but I can't control how they think about me you can't control if people hate you you can try to control it but in the end it's their opinion on you and even if you are gorgeous and you're so nice you know there there might be people out there who just have this negative thing about them and they just might never make you feel comfortable and you have to accept that there are so many people who are going to accept you and then there are going to be people hopefully not but there are people in the world who just won't make you feel that way um even if it's not true even if you are looking great and even if you do have a great personality there's always going to be like that little negative thing um in your head that people might be telling you you're not or there's always mean people so i would just say focus on who makes you happy focus your time more on them and just know that in the whole grand scheme of life like no one's gonna remember honestly there's there are so many people like imagine how many people you interact with every day your friends or whoever you're trying to impress or like whoever you're second or like doubting your personality or looks around they interact with so many other people on a daily basis like they I doubt that they go up to you and they're like oh my gosh like did you figure out this about her personality or like blah 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 or his or whoever um I just feel like it's there's so many other things you could spend your time on so just try to focus your thoughts less on this anxiety and more on things that make you happy or make you feel confident and start doing more of those things in your life um so that's my tip hopefully it makes sense just try um try those things and hopefully they help um but so i'm gonna answer one more question and um then we're gonna do the few other ones in next time's episode 
Okay, so the last advice question that I'm going to be answering is like how to prevent burnout, um, which I think so many people deal with this. So I'm so glad that you asked because I feel like so many people deal with this problem, including myself sometimes. And there was actually a time, if you guys don't know, I do own a small business. Um, it's just Aesthetic Designs USA. I have like an Instagram for it, Etsy, stuff like that. And I love it so much. And I started it in October. But around kind of like April, I'm pretty sure, like there were like three solid months where I just didn't want to work on it. And I don't know why. I just feel like nothing was selling. I was super down about it. Um, I only had like one product I was selling at the time because I was like changing and like rebranding. So I was selling new things and no one was buying anything. So in my head, I just didn't have a reason to work on it. And I was kind of like, why would I spend all this time on it if nobody's looking at it? Stuff like that. And it was just downing for me. And I wasn't even unhappy in that time. I was just focusing on other things. Like I wasn't mad about it. I was just focusing on other things in my life like YouTube instagram stuff like that so like other platforms that um i could put a lot of work into and i love doing behind the scenes for youtube and instagram and filming and posting my stories so i just kind of got caught up in that which is such a good thing um so as you can tell what i'm probably gonna say to um feeling burnt out is take a break um and maybe it's a sport or something that you cannot physically take a break from like you have to keep doing it um, but if it's that way, make sure that you have balance because if you're overwhelming yourself, like I had to take a little step away from my small business for a couple months and not be as active on there and kind of try to figure out where I wanted to take my small business and if I wanted to continue it, which I am, um, but I'm kind of making new products for it now and I'm kind of changing it to make it more interesting. So try to find a way to one, take a break from it if you can, if it's something small that maybe you can not drop completely, but maybe take a little break from. The second thing is balance. So if you're doing it, maybe afterward have like a self-care night or something that you look forward to. Um, and then the third thing would be to try to make it interesting if you have to do it. So maybe making it fun in some way. If it's a sport, maybe like listen to your favorite songs on the car ride there or whatever. Try to make it something that you would want to include in your everyday life without being overwhelmed with it. And basically burnout is an effect of feeling overwhelmed and constantly having something that you do so much and then suddenly you just don't really want to do it anymore and maybe you do need a break maybe you need to go find out other hobbies that you have stuff like that people change and you're going to change and that might be hard to accept but especially with burnout you might just need to take a little step back maybe take a weekend to literally do nothing except hang out with yourself um, and yeah, like have a self-care weekend or like something that will kind of drag you away from that everyday routine that you have, um, and take a little break to kind of reset. And I think that resetting is the key to suffering from burnout. Um, but yeah, so that is today's episode. I hope you guys loved it. Um, there were a lot, a couple more questions from this week that I'll be answering in next week's advice session. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I have so many podcast episodes planned. If you stayed till the end, DM me on Instagram, the blueberry emoji. So I know that you stayed. Um, and I know that you listened to the whole thing, but I hope that this was super helpful. I love you guys so much and I'll see you guys in my next episode. Have a great day.